Tone in today to learn about the four influential factors in nutrition health. Each healthcare provider must highlight in order to improve disease prevention and strengthen patients' overall health. Private practice owners, it's time to change the status quo that says healthcare workers are always burned out and never have enough time or energy. Welcome to the Provider's Edge podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Rombach. I am a provider an international peak performance keynote speaker and a best-selling author. My guests and I teach providers operational efficiency, how to reduce provider fatigue and increase patient satisfactions. If you're ready to rewrite the rules for your own practice so you can have more time off, a great team, and more income while delivering better patient care, you're in the right place. This is your defining moment to be a disruptor in healthcare. Before we get started today, I want to share that to celebrate our new podcast, we are doing an exclusive giveaway for 15 winners to follow the show on Apple Podcast and leave a review. Send a message to me on LinkedIn once you're done for additional bonuses. All you need to do is go to sabrinarunback.com forward slash gift to opt in and keep track of your points. The top five winners will receive a 45 minutes peak performance diagnostics where you have a one-on-one call with me to unpack your entire work schedule and show you how to bring down the chaos and distraction around you to be able to work on only the things you want to do so you can have more time freedom and be more effective with your patient and your team and enjoy your profitable private practice. The next 10 winners will receive some of my best private video programming where I have given talks on various medical conferences or business conferences on scaling your private practice while be able to maintain your dry. If you want to enter the context, go to the show note or open a browser now and type in sabrinarunback.com forward slash gift before June 15th. Winners will be announced on the episode published on June 22nd. And this week, we're bringing you another exciting speaker and a good friend and someone who just be an awesome woman. Um, she is Miss Kelly Springer. And why do we even bring her on today? It's because we know we eat food, we enjoy some of us a really good food. But at the end of the day, how many of us in healthcare are just rushing it, get to the next patient appointment, or you wanted to sneak in another person because the five patients you had before keep delaying you. So you cut your lunch hour that's supposed to be at least half hour to barely five minutes. And then at the end of the day, when you go home, you really want to sit down, have a good meal with your family. What do you actually eat? Does that become like such a burden? Do we even know what nutrition means to us? So that's why we brought Kelly here. She is the owner and founder of Kelly's Choice. And her team has been meeting with doctors, organizations, and really to truly bring people together and looking at 
nutrition as a big component of our health, our life, and then how we can optimize everything from that front. So welcome, Kelly. Thank you so much. That was a great introduction. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, like even for us, the first time we met, I felt like we just synced on the level. It's not even just healthcare. I think it's just a human being and how we function, right? And nutrition is a big part of why this show exists is that pillar of physical health. And so what got you excited with this topic and going to become a nutritionist and now building this huge brand internationally, being interviewed and representing some of the amazing products out there? So it's amazing that I got started in this field at like 16 years old. My aunt was a dietitian, and I got to see that she was able to use her degree with her family. And she was also, I got to see over the years that she could kind of reinvent herself. So, you know, she went from a retail dietitian to a diabetic educator to a private practice. Like, and I love that with our profession, with nutrition, that you're able to do so many different things in the community and also, you know, with physicians and be a part of that medical team. Right, exactly. Medicine in general is a synchronized team. We have the key components and that's why we have subspecialties, right? Like I'm in heart lung surgery. I don't know that much about nutrition. And that's why we always like, Ooh, our dietitian. Yes. Please tell us what to do. Right. And because our mind is not in a way that we're supposed to memorize everything. That's not effective practice. Any area, we don't even have to feel like we're supermen, superwomen. And it's okay to leverage other people's knowledge and time. Absolutely. So, and that's where nutrition is an ever-growing, changing field, like the rest of medical. But I really feel in the last five years, we've even received more information that can help our patients. So we're constantly having to get more information and be learning. Um, I'm really fortunate right now I get to work with this amazing professor from Syracuse University named Margaret Voss. So Dr. Voss has been working with me on a weekly basis to keep me updated in the newest research and the newest biochem and really breaking down nutrition. So then I can take that message and relate to my patient in an easy understandable way. But nutrition education, like you were talking about, people actually haven't been educated. It's one of those things that we all eat. So we assume that we know what we're doing. So I kind of use the same analogy, like, okay, well, I drive a car every day and I know how to drive the car. I honestly do not know how to do an oil change, change a tire. I don't know anything about the mechanics. And that's kind of how I, when I work with patients, I really understand they've never been educated. Nutrition education is an indispensable tool to promote a healthy life. It is complex to prepare foods of high nutritional value if you do not have the necessary knowledge. Yet in medicine, we learned very little about nutritional health in school. How often do you select foods by nutritional groups and comparing food product with your family and friends and your patients? Not only we need to learn more about the essentials in nutrition to best manage our patients, but also to prevent disease expression in our own lives. We cannot just eat on autopilot because we are hungry. Medicine has a collaborative culture. Therefore, to gain knowledge and serve your patients effectively, we need to consult professional nutritionists like Kelly or those in her company 
who can teach us the most important food groups to eat in order to prevent diseases and improve our metabolic health. If you like today's episode, please share with your family and colleagues who are also healthcare leaders. They will appreciate you for thinking of their growth. Now let's get back to the rest of our show. And this is a seven-year degree, so we have to really truly take that information and break it down in a way. But a lot of the medical professionals like don't really. They say people know how to eat; they know what to do, and honestly, they don't. They really don't. And so that's really like why I love what I do is because you can see that light bulb like turn on. And they're like, wow, I never knew this is how the whole thing went together. You're so right. Just like there are so many、uh, people who focus on gut health, right? Just because everything that we eat is changing the way that we feel, the changing the way that our body chemistry is doing, and that's exactly your point. Was and many people now start coming out with biohacking. What does your、uh, genetics, your DNA say about what disease you have? What should you actually supplement? Right? It's not just like an all be all big umbrella. Everyone take this one thing. One hundred percent. We are all completely different, and you know, it was interesting. I got to take some integrative classes with Dr. Raj at Syracuse University years ago. My daughter actually had a overgrowth of bacteria in her intestine, so I was like, "What is this? How does this work?" And something we learned about Ayurvedic medicine. So, you know, a long, long medical type of practice, but they do a timeline, and we find over this timeline that these patients have experienced different things, and we've all, you know, been exposed to different toxins or had different food come in or antibiotics. And throughout this timeline in Ayurvedic medicine, you actually get to see why digestive health may be affected or what's going on with that patient. So it's really interesting that we are completely individuals, even though we came from our parents and definitely we have that DNA. We are all. So extremely different, and depending on what our life, you know, what happened in our life, will change your need for different nutrition as well. Right. So, how do people identify that? I feel like most of us we don't know what we don't know <laughs> until someone gave us that light bulb. It's like, oh, this is what you look for, so that I can be more open to exploring these options. Well. Sadly, most times people are coming to us after they've gone to their physician, and the physician saying you actually need more education. We wish more people would come to us just to say, "I want to become healthier," or "I want to learn." And we do see that. Like I've seen over the last ten years, that's starting to happen because people, especially over COVID, people are like, "I want to get healthy," but they're kind of. In the past, and still the majority, they're coming to us because the doctor has said this is wrong with you. Like you have IBS, or if you have diabetes, or you have this or that, whatever. So we're getting them after the disease has kind of taken hold versus the prevention. So hopefully, in the next ten years, twenty years, thirty years, we'll change that mindset so that people are actually coming to us getting that education prior to getting diabetes and heart disease and everything else. Exactly, it's always cheaper and more effective to go from the prevention side than the treatment side. We know how expensive healthcare costs are, right? And there are even statistics shown by Columbia University that even primary care physician, thirty-five percent of them are overweight or obese,、mm-hmm. and they found that patients who have Their primary care doctors, who are also overweight, obese, felt even being judged, 
and they don't really bring up diet, nutrition, exercise as much as the other physicians. So that being said, how are we not only become so knowledgeable in what we do, but am I, are you, everybody who's listening, who are amazing listeners, who are healthcare practitioners, where are you with your own health, with your own nutritional knowledge? Are you saying, I know it, I'm learning it, but are you doing it as well? What action have you been taking to make sure you optimize your nutritional health? So that is an excellent question. And that's something that we were actually discussing last night over drinking wine. (laughs) So we had medical professionals in the room and we were discussing this exact topic. And I said, it is my job to stay healthy, to practice what I preach, to do what I need to do so that I can relay this message in a true and positive light. So I feel I'm over 40 now, and I honestly feel like I have figured out health for the first time. And I know that's crazy because I said I've been in nutrition since I was 16, but I finally am listening to the pieces and the biochemistry and learning from Dr. Voss and putting that into practice and seeing that if I do have protein and fiber for each and every meal, if I am exercising in the morning, my energy level's better. I feel good. My weight is consistent. And it's, it's like, oh, so even for me as a medical professional, I'm like, huh, what I say actually does make a difference. And now I have two teenage daughters. So I have to be the role model in healthy eating and living for them to see. And I know they're watching what I do and how I have the interaction with food. They are watching me. So it's really important to be that role model for them of what is health and what is healthy eating. Yeah, that's so amazing because what you're saying, being role model, right? They're watching in our genetics, we have this thing called mirror neuron. So even you don't think people are watching, you are copying each other. Just like when we go to foreign country, right? Uh, I remember going to UK and my accent start changing, adapting just because you're listening, you're absorbing your environment. So it's the same thing as how we do day by day cases. Does your lifestyle set an excellent example for your patients? Like the study we mentioned from Columbia University, which showed primary care physicians suffer from obesity and overweight, actually demonstrate that they do not have the necessary measures and knowledge to take care of their own health and patient also seeing that they're not being helped as well. Many of the patients of these professionals feel misunderstood and judged. It is time to improve and be a role model of what is health and what is healthy living to motivate your patients. Everyone is watching, even if you don't think they are. Therefore, be congruent to your words of promoting how to be healthier to your patients. And you have to also practice what you preach. Start with paying attention to what you eat every day. You might not see change over a month, but compounding effect taught us in six months to a year, you'll notice how your life changes. Your body keeps scores. Therefore, your body will thank you. 
So what do you think could be some of the misnomers about nutrition or things that we don't know enough about that we haven't paid attention to? Well, I think there's a lot of misinformation on the internet. I think there's a lot of social media influencers that are putting out really harmful information. So my advice is to make sure you're going to a registered dietitian for nutrition advice. It's extremely important because we do know the science behind it. We're not just willy-nilly telling people to do weird detox diets and things like that. I know it sounds, but truly people get sucked up in that. Weight loss is a billion-dollar industry, and there's a lot of shysters out there. So it's interesting when I have patients come in and they'll bring products to me and they say, I thought this was healthy. And I'm like, well, let's look at it to see what's in it. What are the ingredients? What are you actually eating? And a lot of times they're shocked to find that this health halo food, this food that they touted to be healthy, has artificial sweeteners. It has processed grains. It has chemicals. And they're like shocked. They never actually looked the label to see what that meant. So I think we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of educating the public. And also, you know, right now I actually have my intern with me, um, Avital, who's going to be going down to DC. And I think we need to make some policy changes on what food we can serve in the US. Um, And I do think we're getting there. I think we're going to move this needle in this next decade. Yes. Just like if we think about restaurants putting in calorie counts on the menu, right? That's even the first step. If you already see there's certain type of number attached to the calorie, are you going to make a better judgment not to consume that? Or knowing there is a maximum of calorie in your day, if I have this, you have to remove something else from your diet. And it's, of course, also harder if we prepare our own meal because you have to be consciously calculating. I remember back uh, two years ago when I was doing a fitness competition training, I was measuring everything, right? You down to the ounces of protein, the vegetable, the specific part, and like scooping out my avocado in the ledge of whatnot. (laughs) And my friend will make fun of me. Oh, did you have your 10 almonds today? Like, (laughs) right? But when you do that consistently, it actually doesn't feel like it's work because you already pre-prepped that for the whole week. I don't actually have to think about my healthy choices. There are only so many choices, my five meals a day, and that's it. And of course, not everyone should be eating multiple meals a day. And some people do need to fast, whatnot. And that's more important to talk to people like you, the nutritionists. Yeah. And I do think that a big piece is preparation and awareness. So if you're not prepared, you are going to have that frozen pizza for dinner you know, if you didn't have the vegetables and chicken already made, right? So that's where the preparation is something key, but the awareness is a big one. Like you talked about the calories and the menu. People just actually aren't aware of what's going in their mouth. There's in America, we have food all around us. There's constantly different parties or situations where this food is there. And sometimes we're not even aware that we're eating. One of my favorite stories is I we get to go to these food shows and you know if we're tasting food all day long. You're at 35,000 vendors or something like that. And we leave there and say, where are we going to dinner? <laughs> and it's like, we didn't even have the realization of 
eating or calories. So, and that's where just understanding and being aware and having that mindful aspect is something that's very big in nutrition as well. Not just what you're putting in or just being aware of when you actually are eating. Yes, I experienced that too, especially when you're gathering, as you're saying, because if the option is there, even you're not hungry, guess what? Your intention is that mirror neuron again. I'm just going for it. And that that's when people's like, oh, I'm breaking my diet. And I remember when I was training, I would still go out with my girlfriends, but I would not eat. I would drink water only. And if I have a glass of wine, I'm already thinking about, oh, I'm going to cut. Like, what do I cut for the rest of the night? Right. And so without that awareness and super intensity of understanding your choices has a consequence, of course, which is what we say always, YOLO, go with the flow, right? And you figure out as you go. <laughs> well, that's why, what is it? One in three Americans has type two diabetes at that, this point, because it truly is an unawareness. And, and honestly, I really do believe it goes back to education. I think if people were educated from school age and up and through that we wouldn't have these issues. I think if we really understood what we were eating and had the education, we would make better choices. And I just think it's the lack of knowledge. So that's what we try to do. Like the only thing I sell is education. We work in the way of private practice, worksite wellness with media, but really and truly my goal is about population health and educating as many people as I can. So, you know, going on podcasts like this or being on television I want to be able to share that message that we can all do this and everyone has the power in themselves to make those changes. So you sent us that questionnaire about health, right? And it was just interesting to go through that and have that self-awareness. And I think that maybe we should be doing even that more, even in elementary school, to kind of check in with kids of where you are with mental health, physical health, emotional with your family. I think all these parts of health actually are important as well. And they all tie back to nutrition. Yes. So what Callie May is, if you've been a listener for the show, you know that I asked our speakers to do a holistic life assessment on themselves because it's hard to be an expert in everything that you do. And it's okay not to be an expert in everything that you do. You can just be a expert in that one specific thing that you love and you have skills in. And that's what I always talk to you guys about being in your own desire zone and not to get into the distraction, disinterest or the dreadful zone that you feel like you can't even get out of it. Right. Like then what's the point of living? And that has a 10 key component of life. And just like what Kelly is saying, a research have shown us self-awareness, right? The self-determination theory tells us the more we understand ourselves, where we are, then we can become more resilient, more persistent, and become someone who can produce the result because awareness at the end of the day, right? So Kelly, what did you thought about when you saw the life will and then when you were taking that assessment? So something we're working on right now, and it's hard as a small business owner, but the financial health piece is a tough one for me. And, you know, it's something I've been looking into of actually having it be a part of our platform of having an expert in financial health. And I know if I'm struggling with it, then a lot of other people are too. And the stress of that can affect your food choices, right? So it's interesting how it all kind of correlates, but right now, you know, we're talking about 
how much money do we need to put away or how much do we need to raise or what is our budget and that financial health piece. And it kind of like was glaring this morning as I think that a lot of other things in my life are really great, but that one is like, I just really like nice things. That's the problem. So I think that's something I need to work on and I am taking steps towards that. But that's something I really, in 2022, want to really focus on and get on top of that. Amazing. Thank you so much for that authentic share. For sure, our career advancement and financial intelligence are two different things, right? So how do we feel about what we do? And yes, some of the result is the financial security that we're able to build. And part of it is also our personal mission, right? You're creating this uh, huge movement with nutritional education, but because everything is intertwined and they are dependent on each other, that's why, as what Kelly is saying, those things actually being affected. If you're not healthy, if you don't know what to eat, your gut is going to bang and be so angry at you and then you don't feel energized now how can you be productive how can you have the best sharp mind and focus to create all those amazing things you want to create in life nevertheless to support the people that you want to support right Mm -hmm. so uh, we so appreciate you being here i know one of the big thing about kelly's choice is giving education and not only for our patients but organization as well so for people who are in running a private practice right or a large organization not only we need to know better nutrition so we can share with our patient but your individual team members should also have those tools so would you like to share a little bit more about those things yes and that's where I do believe that if healthcare providers got more nutrition education, they would have more of, I guess they would feel empowered to share that information with their patients. So right now, even I'm working with a therapist who understands now of how much nutrition can actually impact her patients. So we actually have a worksite wellness platform that could go out to any medical professional um, so that they can learn through video content, newsletters, blogs. It's so easy. There's an app. You actually have a dietitian in your back pocket. There's no AI. It's real people promoting real food. And it's something that I'm really just like driven right now to get more and more health professionals educated. Um, Because I know it will trickle down to the patient and they will definitely feel stronger in their beliefs of being able to speak about this. Amazing. Everyone go check out Kelly's Choice (laughs) and you will be amazed how much content that she has out there. And And we can help, just so you know, too, we can help any of your patients. We are nationwide. We have a telehealth platform. So send us referrals. We would be happy to take any of your patients. We know that registered dietitians sometimes can feel like finding a purple unicorn. It's hard to find us. So we really, truly can work nationwide in helping with any of your health conditions for your patients. Yeah. Especially for all these smaller clinics, you don't have the big hospital or internal referral, just send it out. And who do you even ask, right? And then that's why you go to Kelly's Choice and other referrals so your patient can be truly supported. And when they gain those benefits and they trust you even more and continue to feel empowered about this one part of their life and with Self-efficacy, my research also showed you just have to focus on one thing. 
if you can believe yourself in doing this one thing, everything else start coming into line. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're here to help, you know, and we'll fax back information. So, you know, what we're talking about and have that continuous of care. So we love working with PAs, NPs, physicians, and being able to be a part of that medical team. Amazing. Besides just searching for Kelly's Choice, and who or what other ways would you like people to find you or connect with you guys? We are just trying to get to that 10,000 on social media. So if you can <laughs> if you can go to Instagram and follow us, I would truly send you a thank you note. It's Kelly Springer underscore RD. And we're just trying to get that last 500 to get to our 10,000. So anyone out there, please share it with your friends, but Kelly Springer underscore RD. And I would greatly appreciate it. We've been like trying to get there. So (laughs) that would be fantastic. But our website is kellyschoice.org. So if you want the referral forms, they're right there on kellyschoice.org. You can reach out to our sideline number. We have an awesome scheduler, awesome insurance billers. So just reach out to us. We'd be happy to help your practice. Today, Kelly and I talked about the four influential factors in nutritional health each healthcare provider must adapt in order to improve disease prevention and strengthen your patient's overall health. Clearly, nutrition is very important as it is part of everyone's daily life. As a biochemical process, it allows the body to absorb nutrients and generate energy to perform daily activities. To recap, number one, we spoke about the importance of nutrition education. Educating patients who come to your private practice to follow a proper eating plan teach or demonstrate some nutritional tips through social media to combat misinformation and build relationship with your patient on these platforms. Number two, be a role model for healthy living. Set an excellent example to your patient with your lifestyle and eating habits. Motivate your patients with what you practice to achieve wellness and healthy goals. Number three, updating. Managing the practice to keep up with the latest advances in biochemistry and nutritional needs, learn about new processes and advancements to allow you to reinforce these factors and knowledge with each of your patient. Number four, prevention. Promote the prevention of systematic and functional diseases such as diabetes and heart disease. Teach healthy eating from early age and with parents and encourage the reduction of obesity and overweight in our population. Thank you for listening to today's episode. You're listening to me right now. Azar, you're frustrated by how healthcare practices are running today. I'm with you. I'm looking to change the conversation that we're having in this field. It starts with me and it starts with you. I want to connect with you and get to know your own struggle or challenges within the healthcare industry. Visit sabrinarombach.com forward slash connect where you are going to find all of my social media platforms feel free to send me a direct message. She really gets 
the conversation. She understands, she's an incredible listener. We were talking about worthiness and she really understands the concept of it, how it affects people in their businesses, in their clinics, in, in their daily life, in their relationships. So I just want to encourage you to one, listen to our show, but to jump on board and start listening to this woman because she has so much insight and wisdom that you don't want to miss out. Hi, this is Emmanuel Anthony, human behavioral speaker, researcher, writer, teacher, author, and consultant. I just had the amazing opportunity to connect with Sabrina on what I think is amongst one of the most professional podcasts that I've been on. Uh, not only is her professionalism very high, but her understanding and her knowledge as well. Uh, working with podcasters, sometimes I'm just being interviewed, which is perfectly fine because I'm there to share my knowledge. But this is one occasion where I can definitely say that the person that I was communicating with not only was receptive and understanding to the concepts that we were communicating in terms of business and mindset and growth, but she also had, was able to elaborate and expand on those concepts. Now, I've been doing this for 11 years. I've been on a lot of podcasts. I've spoken to a lot of people with a wealth of knowledge. It was very, very fulfilling and very nice to be able to communicate with somebody that not only had a plethora of knowledge, but could share that in a bite size and very easily understandable kind of way. Because it doesn't matter what kind of knowledge a person has, if they can't communicate it to you, then that really doesn't get to be funneled down. So I would highly recommend that you connect with Sabrina. I would highly recommend that you tap into her knowledge as well, because I think there's a plethora there and it can definitely assist you to grow and evolve, create a beautiful level of balance within your life and just reach that next level of fulfillment. It's ultimately what we're here to do. So give yourself permission to do that. I've been speaking for the last 10, 15 years in hundreds of college campuses. Um, but to be able to speak to a peer or someone who uh, I can see eye to eye with on the same level, it becomes a conversation. Uh, I'm not talking to an audience. I'm talking to a friend or someone that I felt like I should have met 10, 15 years ago. Um, but, you know, better late than never. Here I am right now to be able to just know that I'm not alone in my thoughts, uh, to know that there are other people out there who have reached the similar conclusions that I have with completely wayward and different life paths, to know that uh, there are people like us out there who believe that you can do not just option A or option B, but to do both. That you can have both, that you can have taken either two without hurting other people. There's an ethical ability that one may have when they channel their empathy to reach people and to have them go far together. I'm Christine Wen. I'm a family physician and um, the founder of the White Coat Romance, the dating app and development for um, healthcare professionals um, and the larger community of White Coat professionals. And I had the honor of being a guest on the uh, powerful and passionate healthcare professionals podcast as hosted by the wonderful and lovely Sabrina Renbrack, whom is so empowering. Um, I love her energy. I love all the work that she's doing to support healthcare professionals. And we had just a blast, like talking about um, all the things that are relevant um, in our community and all the work that we're doing. And I love uh, listening to all of her podcasts and all the guests that she's interviewing um, and all the great work that they're doing. And it's just so inspiring. Um, her energy is infectious. And I love um, that she is constantly uplifting this community. So I encourage that everybody go out there and go check out her podcast. I would go ahead and binge on all the episodes like I did and you won't regret it. Take out your phone, type in Sabrina Rumbach, 
com forward slash connect. And let's have a conversation. I would love to hear your story. <laughs>